0: Good morning and welcome to Starting Right with Danny Mac. I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great five-minute start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and let me help you start your day right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Friday. And of course, that means it's time for our Friday Roundup. We're going to take just a few minutes this morning to give you a brief overview of the episodes that we shared this week, and hopefully there's something there to encourage you as you go into your weekend, and maybe something there that you can even use to encourage somebody else. So let's take a look back at our Monday episode, which we called Believe For It, which is the name of the song by CeCe Winans that we featured that day. I like this song very, very much because it reminds us to have faith even when things are at their worst. The lyrics start out this way, saying, They say this mountain can't be moved. They say these chains will never break. But they don't know you like we do. There's power in your name. Almost every day we face mountains that we must try to overcome or get through or over or around or under or something, and we don't even know all the ways to overcome it. But our God does, and he's there to help us, to guide us, to give us the insight that we need to get past this mountain in our way. And sometimes there's chains on us, things that have been holding us back and holding us down that need to be broken off of us. And the only way that happens is when God starts to work, it starts to do miracles in our lives. It really comes down to how much do we believe who God is, what He is, and what He can do? And do we have the faith to hang on to that belief? Hebrews 11, 1 says, now faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not yet see. And that really is the story of this song, Believe For It. Check out the episode where Monday we had a link that you could watch and listen to the song as well from YouTube. You will enjoy it. Tuesday's episode was called The Seas of Israel. If you look at a map of Israel, there are three distinct bodies of water. The northernmost one is the Sea of Galilee, and out of the Sea of Galilee runs the Jordan River, all the way down to the second sea, which is the Dead Sea. Now, the Sea of Galilee is fresh water, it gives life. It's used for fishing, for irrigation, for helping with crops. Absolutely everything that fresh water can be used for comes from the Sea of Galilee. It's an extremely important area of Israel because it gives life to so many people and to so many things. The water that comes into the Sea of Galilee now exits it flowing south on the Jordan River for about 156 miles until it reaches the Dead Sea. It's there in the Dead Sea that the water literally stops. There's no exit of the water from the Dead Sea. And the Dead Sea is known as the Dead Sea because everything in it is dead. It has an extremely high salt content, which is over nine and a half times greater than what you'll find in any of the oceans. It's dead. Our relationship with God really is like the Sea of Galilee, or it can even be like the Dead Sea. John 7, verses 37 and 38 say, on the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare rivers of living water will flow from his heart. Our lives as Christians are meant to be like that Sea of Galilee. God pours into us so that we may be blessed, but also his blessings are meant to flow from us, to impact other people and their lives and who they are and what they are, and that they can be blessed because of what there is in us, just like that sea and the people that live around it. But the Dead Sea is just the opposite of that, and it also represents many people where water is flowing into it, and you would think that there should be life there, but there's just not. Everything around it is dead because there's no life within it. We don't want to be like that Dead Sea, where nothing flows out, where things just come into us and die. God wants and has so much more for us. Wednesday's episode was called, Let's Play Together. God really wants his family, his children to play together. Romans chapter 12 and verse 16 says, live in harmony with each other, Do not be arrogant, but associate with humble people. Do not think that you are wiser than you really are. Christians and Christian churches seem to be taking uh, extra time to try to tear each other down. Some will go to great lengths to talk about why they don't like another Christian church, why they don't like the pastors, why they don't like the way they talk, or the way they teach, or what they believe. And it can actually bring about a fracture within the body of Christ. We shared a story about an orchestra where each section tried to rehearse a piece of music independently of the rest. And as a result, every section learned their part, emphasizing what they liked the best, which was not necessarily the best for everybody else. So when the orchestra came back together and they played as each individual section had learned it, it didn't work very well and it didn't sound very good because all of them had a different emphasis. They have to learn to play together in order for the music to be beautiful. And that's just how it is with us as Christians. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of His return is drawing near. Thursday's episode was called The Time Is Now. The Christian life is action. It's not speculation, not a debating, but a doing. It is only what we have done for Christ that will last. We talked about a story shared by Stephen Mansfield of listening to an African bishop telling of the wondrous things that God was doing in Africa. One of the other pastors there asked this bishop, why don't we see these incredible things happening here in America? Part of the bishop's response was, you Americans study your God. We Africans worship our God. You get smarter, we get changed, and then we change the world around us. James chapter 1 verses 22 to 25. Don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. With all of the chaos and uncertainty around us, it is more important right now than probably at any other time that I can remember that we as Christians take action. We do what is right. We love one another. We care for one another. We make sure that God's life and blessings are flowing out of us to the people around us. And we have faith and believe that God is who he says he is and that he will do what he has promised he will do. And that is our week. I hope you enjoyed it. And I pray you have a wonderful weekend. Spend some time with family and friends and do something fun, but also don't forget to worship God on Sunday. Be blessed, my friends. We will talk again on Monday. Thank you for joining us today. And I invite you to join us every Monday to Friday right here at Starting Right with Danny Mac.